Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody. <clears throat> As you heard John say, this is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And of course, Midwestern Shooter Supplies up in Lomira, Wisconsin, has everything you need. For your fishing and hunting and reloading supplies and firearms, uh, they've got it. If you need it, they got it. And if they don't have it, they'll get it for you, I think. Anyway, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed, and uh, we're winging it as usual. And if you want to get a hold of us, all you got to do is call us uh, with your questions, comments, fishing reports, or you want to brag about something. 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. He's Danny Bush right over there. You can call him Bushy. And I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Jazz. Morning, buddy. Speaking of Midwestern Shooter Supply, <clears throat> John and I went up years ago. Mm -hmm. John had a bunch of guns. And he went up there and actually traded in a bunch of used guns up mm -hmm. there, Randy took them in, mm -hmm. and then, then then I think that's when John went and bought his safe from him at that time. But, right. You know, I've got a slug shotgun with a nice Leopold scope pump action, and uh, I never use it. I, I might take it up to Randy, yeah. and I want to get a Leopold scope Barry X3 for my 44 Magnum oh. Luger carbine, and maybe I'll just swap it unless somebody you know wants a pump action slug shotgun mm -hmm. with a scope. Yeah, um, they can always call. They can always uh, email us at CEO guys at yahoo dot com. Yeah, and, it's a nice uh, uh, and yeah, if they email us at that, and but then, not uh, many people hunt with shotguns anymore. Well, well I, I still in think this state, a, in this state, I still think there's a fair amount of people May, who do maybe shotguns. I think uh, metro. There's certain townships. See, the DNR got away from the shotgun only. They said you can use rifles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But certain townships will allow slug only. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like a municipal. So there might be people that hunt in certain townships that use them. Um, otherwise, uh, I know Illinois, it's still shotgun down there, I believe. Mm -hmm. Iowa, I believe, is shotgun. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of states that are still shotgun only. Well, there's a lot of guys out there who prefer a shotgun, especially a close range, you know. Because you got that big old hunk of lead ball flying into that deer, I mean, and it, it knocks them down. Well, I was thinking of holding on to it to go do, like, a boar hunt. Oh, yeah. 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 
Yeah. And especially if I went to Florida, I still don't trust. Well, I guess people put their expensive firearms and fly them on planes all mm-hmm. over the world. Sure. I just don't like taking my good rifles. I thought, well, I don't mind throwing my. You buy a good case for it. There's cases that right. are expensive. Right. But I thought, well, I don't mind uh, throwing a shotgun in there and taking it down somewhere, flying it to another state because I'm not as worried about that as I am. <laughs> You're worried some about of the other losing stuff. your, your so stuff. I can take the shotgun yeah. and, yeah. Well, you hear so many stories about luggage being lost and whatever, right. or not showing up when you show up, you know? I mean, yeah. You kinda, hear stories about that, but, you know, I know I know a number of people who do that and they've never had a problem, you know? So my son Nick does that every year with his bow, his expensive bow, you know? And, uh, you know, when he comes up here, bow he hunting. takes it with. Oh, yeah. yeah. He has to check it in. Oh, and... yeah. Yeah. He's got a real nice case for it and everything. And, so yeah, you gotta no have problem. a locking case yep. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta lock it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he does. Yeah, for the most part, it's okay. I mean, it's you hear those stories, but those are, you know, few and far between. You know, I don't know what the percentage. Normally, is. it's not you hear. It's not normally firearms that you hear lost. You hear no. people not having any underwear. Socks. Yeah, they, they don't have whole, their luggage. Their whole suitcase is <laughs> yeah, gone, suitcase. and they got to be, you know, they're two days in <laughs> wherever until at their, somebody d- finally finds it and delivers mm-hmm. it to their hotel. But in the meantime, they're running to the, the, to the store to buy socks and underwear for, yep. and t- a toothbrush for the week. Yep, exactly. That happens. That does happen. Well, the, the, the lakes are a little slippery, Danny, for uh, the ice anglers going out on all the fishing jamborees this weekend. With all this warm weather we've had the last couple of days and today, a uh, little slick. Got to have them ice creepers today. Well, the only thing is there's, with the snow, it made some kind of slush. Yeah. So it's not like, like. It's not like glare not ice. Not like but, the glare ice like it was about a week ago yeah. when I looked out there. That looked a little bit slippery slash mm-hmm. treacherous. But it's still, it's still going to be messy. It's going to well, be messy. Well, Tom, with my cat-like balance, I really have no fears when I'm out there. Yeah, when you're out there. Were you out there? <laughs> you know, I was talking to Ted last night. He's in Lunkers Unlimited. Ted and uh, many people know him, and we were sitting at Park Avenue Pizza, and he said uh, he said he was joking about, because I had talked about getting the gas out of the auger and all yeah, that yeah, stuff to him yeah. a week ago. Yeah. He goes... He goes, you didn't ice fish. He goes, because you didn't get that gas out of your auger, did you? And he says, and I'll talk to you next week, and I'll know you didn't ice fish again. <laughs> you know what I thought was a great idea? I, I, I thought it was the other day. Well, there is a company. Uh, well, first of all, let me back up. Okay, you can take the bottom part of your uh, of your manual auger, and you can get that adapter so that you can adapt it to your drill, you know, like a 20-volt drill. And just use your drill to drill the holes, right? And that's pretty cool. Now I'm I was wondering now, I, I love the laser augers. Right. But why why don't they just sell the bottom part and forget the top part? Because so many people are going to the drill thing. Now there's a new one out, Danny, that came out this this year. I, I can't I don't know the name of it, I forgot. But they've got like this pretty big uh, uh, square battery pack on top. You got handles. Whereas, like, with a drill, you don't have a handle. You just got the drill to hold on to. But it's got handles. It's got a big square battery on top. It's supposed to last for hundreds of holes. I forget exactly. And and it's and it's a cadmium nickel battery, right. you know, that'll last a long time. It's like, 
it seems like to me that's the way to go. You know, I mean, you don't have to deal with gas or anything, you know, like that. And and these things, they last a long time. You can drill tons of holes in one day. You, you'll never run out of what? juice. Oh, so it's battery powered. Yeah, it's, but it's a larger battery, you know, but but it's got handles, whereas your drill doesn't. But I just thought, man, what a that's such a good idea. I just don't know how, how, how it would hold up like when I go to Lake of the Woods and I'm drilling through. I don't see I'm why. I'm onto my knees by the time I'm done well, they, with an extension, a 10-inch auger yeah, through all that ice. They, I guess there's no problem with them. I mean, Because we, we drill, you know, these 50 things, holes a morning. Yeah, yeah, they say you can a drill bunch a, of guys. on like normal drilling. They say like a, a couple hundred holes. But anyway, we got a caller. Who do you got there, Jazz? Who's giving us a buzz this morning? We are going unscripted today. Yeah. Who's I, thought we transition, I thought we transitioned through that smoothly through the next break, but hey, yeah. what the hell? What? We've got Armando. Oh, I know. Our, good morning, Armando. Good morning. You're caught. You are uh, from the river, the new bait shop, the Rivers Edge Bait and Supply in Big Bend. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Are you going to come over and see me this morning over at Sherpers? Please say yes. He gets lonely there. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to go you know, visit there. Otherwise, Shippers. he'll be taking too many smoke breaks in the parking lot. <laughs> Right. Boring, boring the sales girls with dull wife, conversation. Yeah, your wife, Nikki, said that you might stop over. Yeah, she's making me stop over. I guess there's some decoys with my name on it for this coming uh, 2018 season. So. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know, I was going to mention this later on in the show, but uh, now you, you've got a new bait shop. Out there in Big Bend, you're on the corner of 160, uh, 164 and Edgerton Avenue. Uh, I tell people, look for the mobile station because there's like a little strip mall in with the mobile station, and you guys are in there. <clears throat> and, I, know, I know right where that is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you've been there since when, November? October. October? October the 2017, yeah. right, almost right before duck season got on its way. Right. Now, and... and I mean, you opened up a, a, a bait shop, and you got all the fishing tackle there. Right now, you got the stuff for ice fishing, and you're going to have the stuff for open water fishing. But yeah, your wife tells me you're quite the duck hunter. I am. Uh, it's kind of a long family tradition. Yeah. I kind of started in Texas and kind of worked my way all the way up to Wisconsin, and I kind of fell in love with the waters up here, so we kind of stayed. Yeah. Well, that's so, cool. Well, let me ask you, uh, Texas. Are you hunting drastically different ducks in Texas or the same ducks? Because they fly all over the place, huh? You're actually hunting more species of ducks. Um, I've found that here there's a lot of ducks that doesn't make it this far north. Okay. Um, like the big one I've only seen a couple of is uh, cinnamon teal. Very pretty, pretty bird. Um, just don't make the whole trip all the way here. I think I've seen two in the lifetime that I've been here um, actually here, but... Otherwise, there, there's a lot more. There's more hooded mcanzers. There's versus birds. There's more of them in that area, especially when you get to like Louisiana and stuff like that. Um, a lot of birds that we just quite don't make the trip all the way here. So, so in other words, the smartest birds are the ones that don't come all the way up here. <laughs> right. Well, if I were a bird. <laughs> yeah, but but the problem is, is down south they have much more liberal limits, so you're more apt to get shot down there. 
What? <laughs> yeah, they have. Oh, if you're a bird? Yeah, because they have liberal, more liberal yeah, limits. Yeah, but there's more, more of your bird oh, buddies down there, more Tom. More bird so buddies. It's kind of like, like a minnow in a school of minnows. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You'll be that guy. Yeah, So right. let me ask you do, you, are you, do you have all kinds of duck mounts in your in your house then or man cave or whatever? No, I'm a firm believer in so they necessarily don't make it to the taxidermy. They don't make it there. They, they make it to the frying pan or whatever. Well, that's good. <laughs> you can't eat them when they're on, what's on the wall. Yeah. Right. So, well, anyway, I uh, just wanted to let everybody know that Armando and his wife, Nikki, over at River's Edge Bait and Supply Company in Big Bend, they're new uh, sponsors of the show. Cool. And uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be cutting your ad this morning, and then I'll show it to you when you come over. And if you don't like it, I'll just do a new one. <laughs> whatever whatever happened to not showing our secrets yeah i don't know Tom. i, 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 don't, I don't understand I, I don't know Tom, you know so hey uh let me ask you what um as far as bait right now what do you what's your selection as far as shiners big shiners little shiners what do you got there we have uh medium large and jumbo uh jumbo's kind of been going on since the season has progressed uh, a lot of guys a lot of waters around here for the southeastern wisconsin is starting to move up to bigger bait. Been getting a lot of bigger bike. Uh, so far, the report is average size has been around that 37 to 44. As big as I've heard so far, been taken. So, wow. so, so let's let's. I love big pike. So let's kind of hang right there because that's a good report, Armando. So big pike. Can you give Joe Schmo, who might want to swing by your place and pick up some of those jumbo shiners? Yeah, my our producer's waving his hand. He wants to. Um, what, what, what are some of those lakes without being too specific and giving away your favorite customer's favorite spot? Uh, what are some of the lakes that you might target for the big pike? Big pike, uh, are kind of been spread all over the place. Um, I know Phantom has done really well. I know Tishkin has done really well. Uh, Pewaukee has done really well. Um, and then guys are going outside of the norm, going to some of these smaller lakes and have been targeting some really big pike on smaller lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of all across the board, guys are starting to get into it. Um, if you're still after, you know, if you're bringing kids and a family out kind of deal and you're after a heavy bite, um, I would stick with kind of around the medium range. You're getting a mixture between bass and smaller pike. Um, but most of the guys that are out there for the trophy, Bigger sinus, bigger suckers. It's been what it is. Uh, yeah, a lot and, of guys coming to get ten-inch suckers, and have been doing really well on those too. Yeah, I notice you also have fat heads, and you've got the the suckers, and the, the medium suckers. suckers. Not real big suckers, but you know, yeah, the, but the ten kind, inch, That's that's a good yeah, size. But for, I saw a lot of those that were in that six, seven, eight-inch range. You know. Let me ask. Yeah. Let me ask you this too. Maybe if you may know, maybe not. Uh, are most of these guys are they using? Floral carbon leader or the old seven strand wire leader? Because I've seen more and more guys talking about the floral carbon. Floral carbon is kind of, uh, it depends on the water that you're in. If you're in super clear water, I would definitely, if you could see down 30 feet um, from just the top of the ice, definitely do a floral carbon. But if you're in a darker, muddier situation, shallow water, the seven strand leader is just as fine. Yeah. Um, it really depends on water clarity. You got to kind of change uh, on the fly as you're out there. Gotcha. Yeah, and of course you got all the the wax worms and the spikes and all yep. that stuff too, right? Well, listen, yep. Armando, we got to run to a break. Thanks for calling this morning. All right, and I'll see you later on. 
Yeah, I'll see you later. All, All right, right thank Armando. You, Armando. I'll stop at your shop. All right, thanks for calling. Okay, bye now. That was Armando. Uh, him and his wife, Nikki, have the new bait shop over in Big Bend called River's Edge Bait and Supply. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. This is Dan along with my buddy Tom here. We were talking a little ice fishing. Um, I hear the report up in Green Bay is there's about uh, 12 to 18 inches of ice. Uh, Perch hasn't been going so good up in Door County, but they are getting some whitefish evidently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're you know, get those. is Ron going to be taking a trip up there soon? Do you know? I don't know. He's he's usually done that every year and uh, going up and catching a bunch of whitefish. But I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, next weekend, the uh, Walleyes Pewaukee gang from for Walleyes for tomorrow, they're going to going to be heading to Lake Erie. So it'll be interesting to uh, we'll have to see if we can get a report from them yeah. as well. Yeah. Hey, Danny, we got an email here. What do we got? It says, "This is from Greg." He says, uh, hi, Tom and Dan. I enjoy the show when I get a chance to listen. Please let your listeners know that the Sherwood Forest Bowman in Sussex will be hosting a traditional archery shoot Feb uh, Saturday, February 3rd from 8 to 4 p.m. $15 will shoot all day, 12 and under free, indoor and outdoor ranges. Also, Christmas ornament shoot. Christmas or Yeah, you shoot at ornaments. Uh, excuse me, Christmas ornament shoot. Bring your wife's favorite ornaments and shoot them off the Christmas trees indoor. Oh, yeah, your wife will love that, right? Uh, breakfast and lunch available. Traditionary, uh, traditional archery equipment will be on hand if you do, do not have any and would like to give it a try. Youth bows will also be available. I especially would like to invite Danny to come out. In fact, I will buy him a beer and a bowl of Rancid Crabtree's famous chili if he shows up. <laughs> when is this? February 3rd from 8 to 4. Is that a Saturday or Sunday? February 3rd. Here, let's check this out here. 8 to 4. Is yes, that, that a Saturday? That would be. That would be. That'd be next Saturday. El Guapo. Yeah, El Guapo. Well, maybe after the show, if you're not busy, you go out there and get a bowl of rancid chili. <laughs> Where's it located at? Uh, it, it's in Sussex. Sherwood Forest Bowman. And so I'll tell you what, I'll give you the guy. That's, I'll tra give, that's traditional. Yeah, traditional, traditional. With, a, with a with a recurved bow in that or long bows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, too bad. You know, if I were, still had my column, Bushy Tales, I would have written an article. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, at the, at a commercial break, I'll give you his name and phone number, and you can always call him and find out more if you want. Okay. Okay. That's all right. A good time. All right. Well, thanks for writing, Greg, and thanks for listening. All right. Um, what? Uh, let's get to our next fifty emails, Tom. <laughs> you want me to make some up? <laughs> what was that? It. <coughs> yeah, that was it. Right that's now. That's the only. How about check your Twitter? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's definitely something hiting. Check, check your Twitter. Twitter. We have we have a lot more than that. Check your right. check my tweets. What else is other than Twitter? Your Instagram. Twitter. Check, your Twitter. check your Instagram. Yeah. Check your Instagram. Snapchat. Yeah. Twitter. Facebook. Um, your none of that. No. The newbie chat. 
I got nothing. If you find us on Tinder or Bumble, swipe right. Go outside, look in the sky, see some smoke signals. Let us know. I saw stars this morning. All kinds of comedy. <laughs> speaking of, uh, the uh, lunar eclipse is oh, going to yeah? go on the 31st of this month in the early a.m. hours, and it's known as the blood moon, Tom. Yeah, that's right. The blood moon the is coming up. blood moon would be really cool to see. Taz, you'll probably just be getting out of the bar at that time. It'd be perfect at 2 o'clock <laughs> to look up in the sky. Taz. Yeah. <laughs> Taz. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry, No, Jazz. you're fine. You're fine. Got me confused. Wait, hold on. When's the 31st? Well, that's one day after the 30th and one day before the 1st. I think that's a Tuesday? Yeah, I'll Tuesday? be in, yeah, I'll I'll be be in bed Tuesday? getting my beauty sleep. Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, I'll be getting my beauty sleep because if you get as ugly as this, you got to get your beauty sleep. I was going to say, I don't think they've been working so good lately. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of mine. Of course, I'm getting older. I got an excuse. Yeah, you got an excuse. I don't know, Bushy. You get older. You get a bit. You, well, oh, you, sometimes look, chicks you dig know. you more when you get older, I guess, because guys get gray hair and they look distinguished. Yeah. Distinguished. But in my case, you just look old, right? Yeah. Now, if you if oh. if you got a whole lot of money, you look a lot more distinguished than the others. I just heard it. Oh, so he may have found the 50 emails that have been hiding. What'd you find? Oh, uh, I just want to let everybody know that Mike Vessert from Fish X, uh, uh, the the big Fish X fishing show, out at Washington County State Fair, uh, uh, Fair Park, oh, out there. Anyway, um, he's going to be calling in at seven oh five today, and he's going to be telling us all about the show, who's going to be there, the times, what, and of course, we've told you for the last couple of weeks, the Fish X fishing show will be free, parking free, entrance free. No. So, but anyway, Mike, Mike part, will be calling in. The musky part too? No. No. Musky part, you got to pay to get in. Yeah. So they've got two venues going. Right. Is that like last year then? Yep. And we can ask them because the musky yep, venue. Thing. Yep. The musky venue you pay for, yep. and it's right next to the building with the Fish right. X Expo, which is right. general fishing. Right. Right. Yeah. You walk in, you're in one large corridor, and then you go to one. You go to the right, you're in the musky show. You go to the left, you're in the Fish X show. You know, so, but the musky show you got to pay for it. The general fishing stuff, all all the other species, you don't have to pay for it. So that's kind of cool. It, they're gonna have a big crowd, I'll tell you. So anyway, he's gonna be calling in at seven oh five. We can ask him a bunch of questions about that, and uh, just so I let people. And that's gonna be on the ninth, tenth, and eleventh. Is it? I think. Which I think would be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is that what that is? Yeah, or is it tenth, eleventh, and twelfth? Glad you got this organized. I'll tell you real quick. Oh, I got it written right here. 9th, 10th, and 11th. I was right. It is the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Yeah. Washington County Fairgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. See? You're more organized. Yeah. I got it written here. I got it. Good. Oh, yeah. So we got. So that was another thing I see. I did find another email. How about that? How about that? So anyway. Coming in. 799-1250 if somebody wants to call with a fishing Report. Now, <clears throat> I'm not supposed to say this, but they've been getting yeah. some nice walleyes on Pewaukee I Lake. I know. And I guys know. are kind of like not wanting keeping to it hush, hush, keeping Danny. it all hush, hush. Yeah. And okay. now here we got to go and be big blabbermouths and talk about walleyes. And uh, now, uh, Arma- it was Armando, right? Yes. He talked about big pike on Pewaukee. Now, I think the biggest one that won the Lunkers 
uh, Lunkheads Unlimited. No, I shouldn't call them Lunkheads Unlimited. I'm a Lunkhead. They're the Lunkers Unlimited Club. Except Ted. I could call him a Lunkhead. Um, they, uh, the biggest pike, I think, weighed six to seven pounds, yeah. which isn't really a huge pike. So I might today, Tom, whatever fishery is going on, go yeah. to Waterfront, give them my five bucks, and which will put me in line for some great raffle prizes, which I never win. Well, I haven't a long time. But set some tip-ups outside my place. But first, I got to get the old gas out of my auger. Yeah, I've been waiting for your phone call. I said I would come out. I would come out and uh, I'd, sit out, I'd sit there and watch we'll tip-ups with you. Well, I might do it today, Tom. Well, I'm going to. Well, today? No, I can't do you it today. You're going to be working? Yeah, I can't do it today. Smokes. I'm going away tomorrow. Stuff to do, so stuff to do, things to do, people yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah. All right, got, got stuff to do. Oh, when we come that. back, yeah, set me up, Tom. Yes. When, <laughs> okay. When we come back, I, 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 yeah, I've been I've been busy working here. What? When we come back, where? What? What? What's going on? Who did what? What are you guys laughing at? What's going on? Nothing. Just. What are you guys? You Tommy, guys, take it away. You guys are giving me a lot of crap this morning. I don't know Give what's going on. Give the Midwestern shooters. Come on, Bushy. <laughs> Get it together. He's he's multitasking. Yeah. I am. Okay. I'm writing For Tom stuff. Tom multitasking is just looking at a computer screen. <laughs> That's all he's doing. Looking at he's multitasking. <laughs> this from a guy yeah. who doesn't look at his text messages. You, 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 you guys. I'll if you, you learned how to turn off your phone so all the beeps and reminders from your text messages <laughs> don't I, keep beeping. If I could figure that out. I, well, no, actually, I just I just cancel it right away. I just press the button Delete. to cancel it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it says cancel, cancel message, and then you know he's behind when the button says cancel and not yeah. delete. Yeah, whatever. It's maybe a, we could whatever. send him some delete. Cancel. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we can send him some salacious girl pictures on his. I will phone. look. I know. No, I, I, know I think that might change his ways. No, I don't he think. Ooh, this could be a good one. I, I, I never get to see him because I'm canceling. I'm deleting it right away before I even yeah, see it what says it is. Picture message. I don't care. I just get rid of but it. But you'll know it'll be a good one, Tom. Yeah. Well, it'll be a. Yeah, you have a mallard just, duck just in trying flight. To, just trying to get me in trouble. That's all. Just trying to get me in trouble. You've all been right. listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. On. Tom doesn't know what we're going to do when we come back, but we'll have something, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I do. Well, the that's gut, what the, I was trying to ask you before. The, I gut, re the <laughs> gut report. It's coming up next on okay. 10, on, uh, yeah, on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The gut report is brought to you by V Marchese Produce and Discount Liquor. You know, I am a lucky man. Just this week, I found a package of bluegills and crappies that one of my sons and I caught back in, I don't know if it was the end of September, beginning of October, and I told my wife, this is what we're having for dinner on Saturday. I want some nice Wisconsin fresh fish. So I am making them. Now, I am going to make mine the brown butter recipe way. I like them that way. But my wife and son, they kind of like the tempura batter on them. So you might ask yourself, what are you talking about, Tom, tempura batter? How do you, I've heard of it, but how do you make it? It's pretty easy, folks. You take a cup of flour, one cup of club soda, or, you know, a lot of times I'll use like a, a white soda, like a 7-Up or Mist or something like that, and one egg. Beat that well until it's nice and smooth. Then you got to refrigerate it. 
And then when it comes time to cook in your fish, you just dip them in the tempura batter, drop them in that oil, and mm, they come out wonderfully. Now, if you want to add, you know, some salt in there, some pepper or whatever, if you want to add a few things, that's up to you. Do whatever you want. But your basic tempura recipe is one cup flour, one cup club soda or white soda, one egg. It, you know, it's got to have that, that uh, carbonation in it. And then refrigerate it. Make sure it's cold when you use it. And that's it. A beautiful tempura fish batter. And I am so looking for dinner tonight. I'm looking forward to it. The Gut Report was brought to you by V Marchese Produce. When quality counts, you can count on V Marchese Produce. Insist on the best. You can visit them at vmarchese.com. And by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! Where'd Danny go? I was doing the gut report and then all of a sudden he was gone. He had to go for a nice little jog or something. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, he goes. Probably took a jog around the uh, station. Oh, okay. Uh, You know, back in uh, 1990, Jazz, I wrote a book about fishing. I wasn't born. (laughs) I know, I wrote a book about fishing. And. the first picture in the book, when you open up the book, and the first picture in there is a picture of me at five years old standing on the end of a dock with a cane pole and a cast on my right arm. <laughs> I, at five years old, I, I'm out there. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go with that cane pole. And there's an old wooden boat next to the dock that I'm standing on. You know, you can see that in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it was just, you know, I was kind of reflecting on that, thinking about, boy, you know, I've been I've been fishing a long time, you know, and uh, granted, when when you're a kid, you know, it's basically the panfish, you know, the the hook bobber sinker, and and then later later on, when I was in high school, I you know got into all the different lures in that. And one thing I remember is uh, back when I was a uh, in uh, I was probably about sixteen years old, sixteen, seventeen. This is this is the eighties, right? When you were sixteen. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and. Uh, so, you know, I would hear about, you know, reading about these plastic worms, you know, and how to use them. And I, and I would go out there, and I would try them. I'd, I'd use them for maybe like 10, 15 minutes, but then I'd go back to a night crawler. You know, if I didn't get any fish on the plastic worm, I'd go back to the night crawler. Well, one day I went out to, it was a place called Casey's on Nagawica. They rented boats. And I took off of school that day, you know, go out to Casey's, rent a boat. Matter of fact, Agnes, and the people who remember that place on Nagawick will remember it was Agnes and her husband, Casey, who ran the place. And they were an older couple at the time. Anyway, and Agnes asked me if, uh, didn't, don't you have school? Why aren't you in school? And I said, well, you know, uh, it's some kind of conference, you know, whatever. I made up some story. But anyway, I went out, and I just took those plastic worms. Didn't take any live bait with me, which was my fallback method, right? I mean, like I said, I'm just a kid, 16, 17 years old. But I said, I'm going to catch a fish on these plastic worms. That's all I'm going to take with me today. And by golly, I'm going to learn how to use them. I'm going to catch a fish on them. And I did. Plastic I did. I, I, think it, I think it was all luck, of course, you know, at the time. And I know I lost a number of them. But the thing is, oh, don't you know about plastic worms? I, I'm going to be brutally honest. I know what you I, know I know. I don't know a lick about bait. So I was oh. just going to ask you, like, what do you use with plastic? What, what bait do you use for plastic worms? Or what, what do you use plastic worms as bait for? For Mainly for bass. Okay. Yeah, mainly for largemouth and smallmouth bass. Okay. So I spent that day working on 
plastic, you know, using plastic worms for fish. And, and by golly, I did catch some, and I'm sure I lost a bunch because I wasn't all in tune with the hook sets and everything else. So, and, you know, what the prop, you know, I, I, I read stuff about the ways to rig them and all that. But, you know, the thing is, is what I'm getting at is that, you know, there's a lot of different lures on the market and a lot of different uh, ways to use them. And the more information that you can get on the lures and the species of fish and all that, the more information you get, the better you're going to be at catching fish. And and the thing is, is that don't just try it for 10, 15 minutes and, oh, I'm not getting anything, so, oh, the heck with this. No, keep at it, you know. You know, use the information that you, you get that you acquire from whether it be TV shows, radio shows, magazines, you know, whatever. Or, or you, let's say you belong to a local fishing club. You know, stick with it and try it and work at it. And you'll find that a lot of these lures, they're, they're going to work in certain situations. Pretty soon you'll know which one is better for what situations and all that because there's so many of them out there. And uh, it's it's just fun working at it. And, and I'll tell you what, one of my most enjoyable things that I do, and I don't know about you, Danny, but going to a lake I've never been to before and finding the fish. Mm. I enjoy that. Getting out on a lake I've never been to, got a map with me, got my locator in the boat, and I start looking for places where I think the fish should be, you know, or their forage should be. And then and then, it, it's such a it's such a good feeling when you do find them. On a lake you've never been to before, you know. I like that. I like Me that too. exploration. When I was young, stuff. I used to go to different cities and look for girls. <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly when I found how them, it goes. I felt really good. Yep. Exactly. You guys are sick. Question for you. <laughs> yeah. Going back to bait. You yeah. ever experiment with using bait? Just going out and just using different types of bait for different oh, fish? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to try different things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, especially let's say with musky fishing. Musky fishing, a lot of People refer to it as musky hunting, but because it is almost like a hunt. I mean, it's not like you're bringing in muskies like bluegills, you know. Mm. Bluegills, you're going to catch a lot of them. Muskies, no, you're not going to catch that many of them. Where do you, you find know? them? In lakes. Well, obviously. <laughs> get ready, he's going to say but somewhere no, shallow, you know, somewhere deep, no, they're, they're, somewhere in between. No, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, you, you learn from other people, you learn from other anglers, and and this is really important, too. You should learn something every time you go out fishing. You should learn what you did right and what you did wrong. Now, you don't always know what you did wrong because there's so many different variables when it comes to fishing. You you don't know. Maybe I was doing something right, but the fish just had lockjaw and they weren't going to bite. Maybe they were there, but they just weren't biting. Or kind maybe Kind of like the girls when Bushy's out and about. Uh, different cities. Yeah. Right? Kind of like what? that. Yeah. What? You don't there know. it is. Yeah. I wasn't listening. Don't, don't bother Bushy when he's reading. You know, he's reading now. He This is uh, this is his reading time. This show, this see, he comes into the show, this is his reading time. Yeah, I don't even listen. <laughs> he just I reads. Don't even, I, don't. I, dropped, I dropped probably the best comment. We're talking yeah. about we're talking what? about fish and bait. We're talking yeah. about musky baits yeah. or whatever. And he goes, yeah. huh? Uh-huh. And he goes, huh? Hey, but anyways, okay. go on, moving on. You know what it is time now for? It's time for the Hornschwaggle. You don't know what a Hornschwaggle is? By golly, we're going to tell you. Danny is going to ask you, or he's going to make three statements, and you got to tell him if he's giving you a Hornschwaggle, which means BS, or if it's no Hornschwaggle, which means he's talking the truth. All you got to do right now to be a contestant to win, because it's sponsored by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. And Oh, and by the way, I was just out to Bucky's. You were. Last week. Yep, I went out to Bucky's. I saw Dave. 
I God, I had to buy the the cheddar and bacon beef Lots. sticks. Oh, beef sticks. The, the sticks. Cheddar uh, bacon. Uh, I love those. And I had to get their jerky, their their sweet bourbon jerky, and then their they make jerky out of uh, what what uh, what's that best cut of beef? Uh, prime, uh, not prime rib. Uh, the, um, the, the the loin, the backstrap thing. The, the, or the tenderloin. The tenderloin. Yeah, the tenderloin jerky. Oh, it is so good. I'm telling you. And uh, anyway, delicious, nutritious, lots of protein in there too. Like I said, I was just out there. I had to stop there and uh, had to buy some stuff because it's good. But anyway, the the Hornschwagel is uh, brought to you by uh, uh, Smokies Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanagall. They're right off not Smokies. Did I say Smokies? I meant Buckies. I'm sorry. Right off of Highway 83, you can't miss them. If you want more information, like on uh, hours and location, just go to Bucky'sMeats.com. And it'll give you all the information. But we need a contestant right now at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Win a $10 gift certificate by getting two out of three correct in the Hornschwaggle. That's correct. Yes. That would be 66.666667%. Yes. 799-1250. long enough. Call now. Six is repeating, yep. Call right now, and don't forget, you can catch us on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Dan Bush and me, Tom Neubauer, and we got jazz on the board. We'll be right back. Cutting Edge Outdoors, I'm Jazz. That song is dedicated to our own Bushy here. <laughs> You're welcome, Bushy. Har, 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 har. He's left many a broken hearts around the country. Yeah, I'd say David all, Lee Roth all has all them broken uh, hearts. beat me on that one quite a bit. Oh, all goodness right. me. Uh, you know, we, we were talking about baits and lures before, you know, and uh, I'll tell you, you, you know, when there's so many different ones out there, Danny, and they're, and at one time or another, they're all going to catch fish. A guy's just got to know when to use what and how to use it, you know. Uh, remember we talked about this earlier this year. I said uh, how years ago I used to use a lot of crankbaits, did really good with them, and then... I kind of got away from them for quite a while. And then when my son and I were out on Delavan Lake this year, uh, it was in September, I think, mm-hmm. I started chucking a big Bagley's uh, DB3, right? Man, I smacked some northerns. I smacked some bass on it. And it's like, you know, why did I ever get away from the crankbaits? Why why did I go with, uh, you know, a lot of more spinnerbaits and plastic worms? You know, I mean, there, but there's so many out there and there's certain situations to use them in. And... That's why over at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, we have all that stuff you know, well, for people to use. One of When I wasn't paying attention and reading here before yeah. the magazine, <laughs> and I might look at it, looks like uh, one of them, Hank Parker, or one of them, there's yeah. an article in Field and Stream, and the title says something about old baits, using old baits again for bass. Oh, or something about, like yeah, that. Okay. Kind of like what you're talking about. Yeah, how yeah. sometimes you go back yeah. to what used to work. And it, did it all of a sudden? Does it all of a sudden not work anymore? No, it doesn't not work. We just get into these 
I don't not so much fads, but you know, you start catching fish on a certain type of lure, and then it's like, well, you kind of stick with it instead yep. of, you know, you know, because there's days. Let's face it, you know, you're out fishing, and and there's days when you just ain't doing so great. I mean, the fish just ain't biting as good. That's and you don't you shouldn't keep using the same thing. You know what I mean? I mean, try something else. You know, go to a different spot, try a different lure, do whatever. Speaking you know? of old, our uh, contestant and the Hornschwagel is mm. going old, growing old. I'm sorry, he's growing. He's growing very hard. Yeah, let's old. do this. <laughs> you forgot it this time. You no, started talking about other it. stuff. No, you were the one. No, you he's were blaming the one. Me. Yeah. It was you. You know you. <laughs> All right, who do we got? We've Jess? got Mike over at South Milwaukee. Uh, Mike, thanks for holding. We're pro- you're probably growing old for how long we put you on old, but you're on the Hornschwagel. All right, hey Mike. Here we go. So today. Today's topic, or this week's topic, is rabbit, okay? And I'm going to say rabbit habits. Kind of rhymes. That's why I said the habits, but it's rabbits. So here we go. Uh, and if I'm pulling your leg, say it's a horn schwaggle. If I speak the truth, no horn schwaggle. Uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the jack rabbit is not technically actually a rabbit. Horn schwaggle or no horn schwaggle. No horn swaggle. Yeah, it's a hair. Okay, give us a ring. Very good. Yeah, there we go. Can we get the old chump over here who knows nothing about hunting? One for one. Was good. <clears throat> okay, number two. Uh, when rabbits, cottontail rabbits, are mating in the spring, the male will chase the female, run around in a circle, jump up and down over the top of them, bounding up and down. As part of its ritual, hornswoggle, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. I've seen it happen. Have you? Yeah, I was sitting in the spring with my old girlfriend, Lenore Jagers from Memphis, oh, sitting on the, on the lawn in Springfield, Missouri, one Whoa. April day, and I looked and I saw this rabbit chase one, then it ran circles around the other and bounded up and down, like a boom, you know, just like it had a spring. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Just like I'd read in the book. Yeah. That's how they... Okay, let's see if you get the next one here, because you're two for two. You're a winner now, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see. Um, is, and furthermore, on that mating cycle of the rabbits, the female rabbit in heat is known as the honey bunny. What? Yeah, I think you're right there, Mike. Yeah, I <laughs> Make sure we get your information. Yeah. You get your $10 certificate for Bucky. Yeah, hold on, okay, Mike? All right, sure, thanks. thanks for playing. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, Mike wins a $10 gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in Miniguanago. They do more than just sausages and meats. They also, oh, you need a pen. There you go. They also have. Uh, Seafo- oh, you there know what? Why don't we just get all our business out there, they, Tom? You know what? They also got something else out there that I noticed you got some in the coolers. So I can pick my nose here. Uh, they they had, uh, and I told Dave I said about I was, everything we do. No, I I told Dave I was going to mention it because they had some. Oh, they got cheeses now. So besides having the meats and sausages and the uh, the the the, the rubs and the sauces and the seafood. They also have a selection of cheeses Jeez. too to go along with it. Yeah, they got so they cheese now. Yeah, they man, I'm telling you, they're really expanding. They're getting a lot of stuff in uh, there. Yeah, you know? I got to go out and buy some of the hot sticks for a couple of my students who I let down by not shooting a deer this yeah, year. Yeah, they, they, I looked at them, but I thought I don't know those habanero ones. They're a 
little spicy for me. <laughs> yeah, my students love those, so I got a couple students. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're pretty hot, but they're they're popular. There's a lot of people who like hot stuff. So yeah, anyway. some people can just go with it. Yeah. So thanks to Bucky's, uh, they keep uh, sponsoring that Horton. Show. You know what else you can do with like one of those hot sticks? Mm. You can actually take it and like nuke it and put it on a bun with some ketchup. Oh and sure. It's like a spicy hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Put a couple of them on there. You know right? what else you can do, Tom? What else can I do, Danny? You can get summer <laughs> sausage and slice it up and nuke it and put it on a sandwich with butter. And it's great. Yeah, it I gets know. nice and juicy. I know uh, 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 the uh, Mad Dog and Merrill. Whenever they're at one of their shows, they always do this. And the first time I saw this, I had to try it. They took uh, summer sausage, and they cut a wedge in it, and then they put uh, what do you call it? barbecue sauce down the middle, and then they put it on the grill. Well, sometimes I'll just take slices of the summer sausage, put some barbecue sauce on it, and just put it in the microwave and nuke it. You know, and yeah, it, it is good. It is good. So, those guys come up with some good stuff every now and then. Gosh darn good stuff. Yeah. All righty. So, Danny, we yeah. almost uh, were up coming up to, we got about a minute before the 7 o'clock hour, the, you know, top of the hour. Uh, what are we going to be talking about next in the <laughs> second hour? Do you know? Yeah, I do. We're going to have Mike uh, Vessert. That's He's right. going to be calling us up from the Lake X show at yep. 7.05. And yep. we're going to talk all things the Fish X Fishing Expo, which is going to go February 9th, 10th, and 11th. Right. Remember that. I didn't even need it written down. You didn't even need it written down. Why? Because I take a special product from my memory. (laughs) You want to know what it is? I'm kind of afraid to ask. I can't remember. But, and uh, (laughs) then we... uh... (laughs) That was a good one. I like that. I can't remember. And then we'll talk about some other stuff. Yeah, we will. We'll get into ice that fishing and other stuff. That sums it up. A friend of mine, who's now deceased, uh, actually did talk about how he'd fish from shore because he lived on a lake, and the bait he'd catch more fish on was a beetle's fin. Really? He said, that gosh darn thing, he'd catch muskies, he'd catch everything on it. Yeah. The yeah. beetle's fin. Yeah, you'll, you'll be. And, and, you know, here's another thing. Now, a lot of people have gotten away from using spoons on inland lakes. They use a lot of them on uh, Lake Michigan, but... Not a lot of spoons on inland lakes, but every year after I t- talking to your friend, which one? I don't uh, have any. Ron friends. Johnson. Oh, Ron. The spoons for deep water bass Ooh, are yeah. really hot, and it's like, oh wow, those are making a comeback too. You know, so a lot of that old stuff that we used to use will still work. You know, it will, but we get so enthralled with all the new stuff, we forget about every the old stuff. year. I tell myself that I'm going to try sticking with using like a daredevil for muskies for like a couple hours on Pewaukee because no one ever uses it. And no. who's to say it's something different? Those are heavily pressured fish. And every year I might throw two casts with it and then quit. Yeah, tie hair on the back of them, on that back of that daredevil hook, put hair on the there's back. The, there's That'll the Tom, work. There's That'll Tom work. Newbauer. I'll shoot a squirrel this week and put it on there. There you go. All right, Danny, that's all I got. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supply, cutting-edge outdoors. Go hug your honey bunny. Talk- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law.